0: HD Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Season 2 of our podcast, Kicks for Free, in which we discuss all things football. I am Dhiman, and with me is my co-host, Vivek. Message...
1: Defending champions France are through to their second successive World Cup final after beating Morocco 2 0 on Wednesday night. They'll face Argentina in the final on Sunday. Yesterday, Theo Hernandez scored the first goal of the game in just the 5th minute and substitute Randall Kolomovani made it 2-0 in the 79th minute, just seconds after coming on to seal victory. Uh, Devan, it wasn't the most convincing France performance, I guess, but they got the job done again, which is
0: what matters. You don't have to be the most convincing team to win a World Cup. Every coach here will tell you that the best team does not win a World Cup. Every coach here will tell you that uh, Brazil were the best team and they are home now. So it's about getting the job done. And France have shown that they continue to find a way to get the job done. They, uh, in 2018, they got the job done with a striker who did not have a goal. But it worked for them. Uh, This time they're getting the job done with uh, a lot of problems with injuries and illness it doesn't have to be a highlights reel of football to win a World Cup. Great if it happens that way. Really. Great if you have a Messi who does the things that he did to Josco Guardiol or find the kind of assist that uh, found uh, Molina. But otherwise, it's about getting the job done. And France are getting the job done. There's no denying that.
1: Right. The right. Uh, man Morocco had a pretty good tournament. Uh, they had a strong spell at the end of the first half and uh, I think at the start of the second half, right? Uh, they had a few half chances. But uh, do you think that's where uh, that was their opportunity to score? And once they were not able to capitalize on those, it was always going
0: to be difficult. See, Morocco gave it their everything, and and we discussed this earlier. We said uh, I was very curious to see how Morocco react if they are chasing a game because they hadn't done that in this World Cup at all. And yesterday they were chasing a game from the fifth minute. But after that, what we did see is that Morocco showed another way of playing, and they're comfortable doing it. Morocco pushed up the path. Morocco had more possession. Morocco had more shots on goal. So it was not as if Morocco know only one way to play. So that showed the kind of maturity that these players have and that augurs well for football in that country. That shows, that also showed that the coach came into this game so well prepared that he could immediately switch to another way. They could, they could immediately move up the path. Part of the reason for the shift was because Saiz got injured and Agard was uh, injured just before uh, the game started. Now, that is that is a terrible blow. Your your top two central defenders are out. Uh, who had been instrumental in keeping Spain at bay, they're out. And you know this. You know, Saiz went out in, in, in around 21 minutes of, into the game. And Agard pulled out at warm-up. So, when Saiz went out, they switched to a back four. They switched to a back four. With, uh, with the very, very impressive uh, Sofia Namrabat sitting just in front. And then they moved Hakim Ziyash, uh, Sofan Bufal, and Yusuf N. Nasri further up the pitch. That meant that they were going at France. I mean, they had really good chances, but for Hugo Loris, uh, the equalizer would have come in the first half. So, what I like, what is really impressive about Morocco was that they showed that, you know, there are more bows, uh, arrows in their quiver and they can play in different ways. They have players who can deal with different situations. And that, I think, was very impressive about the semifinal yesterday. They gave it their everything. They absolutely gave it their everything. They pushed France uh, against the wall. Because France is a more mature team, because they have more strength in depth, they managed to take the game out. And because they have Griezmann, they took the game out. But Morocco gave it their all. It was a great game, actually. Right. Uh,
1: Diman, from France's perspective, uh, you spoke about the number of injuries and illnesses they have had. The fact that they have reached their second straight final, it's not something that a lot of teams do. Uh, as we've uh, mentioned uh, quite a few times earlier as well, Brazil were the last team to win uh, two successive World Cups. And that was 60 mm-hmm. years ago. So, uh, mm-hmm. for, for France, even yesterday, for example, both Upamecano and Revue were been first-team regulars. They could not play because of, I think, illness. Uh, and yeah, last-minute yeah, illnesses. Huh? Yeah, it is not as if you could prepare yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yet, Ibrahim Konate came on, had a very good game at the back for them. Super game. Support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, uh how special is it? Yeah, we spoke about Benzema being injured, so many injuries, and yet for them to do this, uh, like… It uh, talks remarkable.
0: about the strength yeah. in depth. Yeah, of course it's remarkable. It talks about the strength in depth. It talks about their ability to… Uh, I mean, it's it's a country where football uh, has a very rich culture. It's a country where a lot of people play football. Uh, These suburbs of Paris uh, are a hotbed of talent. They are producing football players not just for their country but for African countries as well. So, so it talks about that one. Then it also talks about two. It talks about the 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 system of. Their system of grooming players, right up to the uh, French Football Federation's uh, trading centre, at Clairefontaine, which many years ago, a certain Arsene Wenger had helped set up. So, it talks about that. And it talks about the… I think it's also proof of the overall maturity of their players that they can call up. I mean, Ibrahim Akunate does not play uh, games and is suddenly called into action. But he plays for a top club in a top league. So he knows what needs to be done, what is needed to be done in a situation like that. Chouamini is uh, a young uh, player, but Chouamini has also been uh, signed on for by Real Madrid. So they see a lot of potential. So what this shows is the maturity of their players who can step into the breach, which helps them step into the breach when required. Uh, And it shows the depth, strength in their depth, that despite so many injury problems... Despite missing players uh, of the ability of a Karim Benzema, they can call on players who can take the team to a World Cup final. Right. Uh,
1: they won both Mbappe and Griezmann. They did not score yesterday, but they had again very important roles to play. Uh, they are clearly the attacking heartbeat of the side and quite difficult to stop. Argentina are going to have a tough
0: time stopping both of them. Of course, I mean, it's going to be a World Cup final and Argentina will try and find a way. Argentina have players such as uh, De Paul and Paradis. What has been particularly impressive about Griezmann is that, you know, his his ability to take so much of defensive load. Yesterday, I think he made two excellent clearances deep in his own penalty area. And, you know, seconds later, you would find him uh, building, uh, stitching together a move on the other side of the pitch. So, Griezmann has been... An absolute, uh, what Griezmann's form has been uh, crucial to where France has gone. Uh, it is not about goals. It is often not about assists either. It's about what you do to help the team get better. And I don't think there's anyone who's done better in that aspect than Griezmann for this campaign for France. Uh, so, he has been brilliant. Mbappé, well, not much needs to be said about him. Like Kyle Walker, Hakimi, his good friend, did keep him in check. They moved up with with Ziyech and Hakimi, uh, moved up trying to take on Tio Hernandez. And it worked at times. But for more efficient finishing and better accuracy in crosses, things could have been different for Morocco. So, containing Mbappe, Kyle Walker and England have shown there's a way. Morocco pretty much followed that same path. And I am sure Argentina will do something on the same lines. That said, He is Kylian Mbappé and he can always find a way like he did very late in the game. It took a fortuitous deflection for the ball to get to Kolomouni who scored pretty much with his first touch. But he he still managed to find a way to be able to thread a pass from that kind of crowded area inside the penalty box. Is something Kylian Mbappé has done in this World Cup and can do it again. So yes, Kylian Mbappe and Griezmann will be very important players. It will be hard for Argentina to contain them, but I am not too sure that it's not something Argentina not expecting. So they will plan for it and will draw inspiration from the fact that other teams have shown a way to contain Kylian Mbappe.
1: Uh, for Morocco, of course, uh, it is the end of the tournament. Although they will be playing the third place playoff against Croatia on Saturday. Diman, uh, Morocco had already made history by reaching the semi-finals. They were the first African team to do so. We have seen African teams in the past make the quarters and then I guess not build on it. For Morocco from here on to make sure that this is not a one-off and to build on this, uh, what do you think they can do to ensure that they are competing at Wale, a similar
0: Wale, level? Walid, Regregui made this point at the press conference after the game that he says and it sounded kind of familiar for someone who's from India because he said Our job should be to qualify for every World Cup. You know, just being there is the most important thing. And I say it's important for an Indian because for football in India, it is India's job to get to the Asian Cup finals and keep getting to it every edition. So what is the Asian Cup for India is what the World Cup is for Morocco now. If they keep getting to the World Cup, improvements will come. Because it means, you know, getting to the World Cup, even with nine and a half teams or 10 teams from Asia, uh, Africa, it is not going to be easy. You need to maintain a consistent development. You need to continue to invest in youth development programs. Uh, Football has to be really nurtured for you to be able to make it even in a 48-team World Cup. I mean, please understand that Morocco have not won the African Nations Cup since 1976. So it's not something that, you know, they're an African powerhouse. Uh, they are not like Cameroon. They are not like Senegal. They are not even like Egypt. So for Morocco, I think what needs to happen is they need to set a target like India has set a target of being at the Asian Cup. They need to set a target of being at the World Cup, being at every World Cup. Uh, the, the example I can draw immediately here on is the of, of South Korea. They played their first World Cup in 1986. It took them till 2002 to register the first win. But the crucial point here is that they kept getting to the World Cups. Mm. And because they kept getting to the World Cups, development in that country happened. Because they kept getting to the World Cups, 2002 happened. And because 2002 happened, a Son Hyung min happened. Yeah. So, it is what Morocco needs to do is not rocket science and and given the fact that they've generated so much goodwill uh, because by the team given the fact that the king is interested given the fact that the Mohammed six uh, training center is now being talked about through the world cup and in africa i think morocco will uh, be able to chart their way forward it is not they have planned for this for a long time what we are seeing now is the is the fruition of what was started possibly in 2008 or 9 so there's no reason to think that this is going to be a flash in the pan
1: Right. Uh, for Moroport it is the start of an exciting journey, I suppose. Uh, for Croatia, meanwhile, who will also be playing that game on Saturday? Uh, it's probably the end of a cycle, Diman. Obviously, Modric. Uh, it seems. Some like, players, yes, but
0: player. they also have uh, very important players. I and mean, Josko Gvardiol uh, is being talked about yeah. over the past few days because of what Messi did to him. But Josko Gvardiol is one of the most promising and possibly has all the ingredients to possibly become the best centre-back in the game in a few years. So, they have young players. which is 27. Uh, So, the over 30 players, I think there were around 4 or 5 over 30 players, of which uh, uh, Domingo Jvila did not play much because Guardiola did. So, there will be some rebuilding in Croatia. But it is not as if Croatia needs to overhaul the team entirely because they've already... The transition process has already begun at Croatia and they have had young players who are taking over now. So, uh, Dalit said his target is to take the team to the Euro 2024 and, you know, I see them doing all right in that Euro competition. Right,
1: right.
0: Uh, The
1: final, of course, is on Sunday, Argentina versus France. So we will speak about the final in greater detail on Sunday, of course. But… Uh, Devan, just uh, like three days out from the final, having seen the way France and Argentina got through the semis, any team that you think will be slight favourites going into that final? No.
0: No, I don't because it's the World Cup final and B, it's the World Cup final between two teams who have enough experience, who know how to win tournaments. Argentina won the Copa before coming here. This was an Argentina which was still looking for its first title in, in 28, 29, 30 years, whatever it was. I would have said slight advantage, France, but this is an Argentina team that knows how to win games, that knows how not to lose games, take out that game against Saudi Arabia, and they've possibly not trailed since 2020 or something, okay? And France, of course, you know, you have players who've won the World Cup four years ago, who are still very important in the team. Uh, one of them is not even 24. So it is very difficult to, pull. you know, uh, say that, you know, one team is ahead here, It's not supposed to be that way uh, also because it's the World Cup final at the end of it all. I think it will be a clash between two very experienced teams, two teams who know what tournament football is all about and two teams who have the variety in their personnel to be able to adapt if the game goes uh, differently after kickoff. That was it for this episode.
1: If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Twitter handles at Vivek9301 and at HT. If you're a true football fan, you cannot not subscribe to Kickoff, our weekly newsletter on the world game which hits inboxes every Friday. For more updates on this podcast, follow HT Smartcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com.